Just before we get to Tommy Two Cents, an update from the NFL this morning. Saints 24 over the Giants 6. The Browns uh, 20 over the Bears 17. Panthers 9-7 over the Falcons. That sounds like it was a scintillating game. The Buccaneers 34 over the Green Bay Packers. Dolphins thump the Jets 30-0. The Chiefs 27 over the Patriots, 17. Texans, 19 over the Titans, 16. That was an overtime today. The 49ers, 45, have defeated the Cardinals, 29. The Rams, 28 over the Commanders, 20. Bills, 31 over the Cowboys, 10. And coming up later on today, we've got the Jaguars and the Ravens. And then tomorrow from just after midday, 11 o'clock in Queensland, the Seahawks and the Eagles. Uh, there's a lot more text about 2am, Tommy, I suppose. I should drag you back in again. Morning, Jules, Alex, all the listeners out there. Is there more text about me or for oh, me? Oh, really? Yeah, as if you're not screaming than Mark. Oh, these are all about me, Jules. Listen, okay, <laughs> let's have a look. Um, all these, uh, Junior Smithy, all these Roosters fans wanting Tommy to have his own show. Sorry, Tommy, this won't work. There's not enough listeners because all 50 of the Roosters fans just won't cut it. Junior Smithy, <laughs> thank you. Um, da, 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 there was a couple here. If it wasn't, oh, no, we did that one. All hail Tommy and Alex the Cogs that make SEN work, says Dan. That's very nice, Dan. That's true. Doesn't work without them. And I think we might leave it at that. Oh, well, there's one here from EJ. Morning, Jules and Tommy. Unsung hero has to be Tommy. And do you have the web address for his fan club? No, I don't. I need to get that made. I'll get a web website send, made. He'll send you his OnlyFans link very shortly, all right, <laughs> Yeah, AJ? me and, and then Curious. Go nuts, please. Go nuts. Kingy, unsung hero is David Barnhill and Gary Larson. Thank you, Lord. He could play. Does he still own the pub there, Barney? I saw a photo the other day. The, that Barnhill and Goulet, Chuck Heron... A few others of that Dragons. Marky Coyne was there at an early 90s team reunion. They're looking fit too, Tommy. Jules, can I give you another unsung hero? He's part of the Melbourne Hippie. Storm team in the early 2000s. Uh, Queenslander could tackle for days. Dallas Johnson. Yeah, I thought about him unsung actually hero. when I went to the kitchen. Yeah, good player. Very, good player. very good player. Very tough player. Was, wasn't he the one too when um, Bellamy was sort of picking his squad and, and he was the one that just refused to give up? He had... He had like a busted leg or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just kept running. Said, "Mate, you're on my team." Yep, he was. Yeah. Um, he was one of Craig Bellamy's favourite sons, Dallas Johnson. Mm. Good player. And this one too. This is nice, Simon. G'day, Jules. I'd like to think we're all unsung heroes at times, especially during natural disasters. Uh, pitching in to help a neighbour and donations to charity and volunteers, emergency services, watching the sad news unfolding in Cairns reminds me of this proud of being Aussie. Yeah, that's true. It's just not all about the sports stars, but. You know, push comes to shove, those that, that step up. Absolutely. Thank you, Simon. Now, Jerome Luai, Tigers fans are happy. A couple of people saying it's a bit overs, but, yeah, that's what you need to do to lure them away from a successful club like Penrith to a team that's way down the bottom. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, it's... Yes, it, it, it's tough because he's at such a successful club, the most successful club of the NRL era, the Penrith Panthers, first team to go three in a row, right? And so you're obviously going to have to pay, what, a dollar twenty, a dollar thirty, on the dollar. To, you're going to have to pay overs for a guy like Jerome Luai. Now he's he has shown that without Nathan Cleary, he can be successful, not on the NRL level, but when he played for Samoa, kind of took them to the World Cup final. However, it's different leagues, international v NRL. It's different, different leagues. I do think it's a good sign. It's a good move for from Benji Marshall, from Shane Richardson. Um, it's a risk, but you've got to take... If you're those lower-feeder clubs, you've got to take those big risks. Now, they have been burnt in the past where they have paid overs for a half. Just look at Josh Reynolds back in 2018. I think they paid Braith him... Braith and Nasta. Well, I mean, it's not just that, but Adam Blair was a big signing too. He didn't deliver for the Tigers. There's always, look, there's a risk in any signing, right? 
inherent risk in any site. You don't know how they're going to perform. No. But if you want to see to be hit the ground running, to say we mean business to get this club back to where we think it needs to be, then you pick a championship winning half, and that's Jerome Luai. If you've got to pay, it doesn't matter. The point is you've got him now. And he said, you know what, I am willing to come to this club. And that should be a vote of confidence for Tigers fans. 100%. But then when it comes into a fact, all right, we're paying Jerome 1.2 over the next five years. Let's say the guys that he stacked up, to, stacked up with as well, who's on similar or more coin as him. So David Fafita, Jack Wyden at the Raiders uh, when he was there. He was on a million dollars, probably taking less at the Bunnies. Mitchell Moses, Adam Fanua Blake, as we know, Tedesco, Ben Hunt, Tom Draboyevich, uh, Luke yeah. Brooks, he, when he was previously at the Tigers, won't be on that at the Seagulls. Daly Cherry Evans, Cameron Munster, Nathan Cleary, Callum Ponga. So uh, the task for Jerome Luai and the task for the West Tigers moving forward from 2025 is Jerome Luai is now in that upper echelon. Whether or not you think he should be paid that much money, he has to be held to that same standard as guys like Callum Ponga, Nathan Cleary, Cameron Munster, Daly Cherry Evans. That's like four of the best players in the NRL right now. Yep. You've got yep. Daly Cherry Evans, Queensland... Queensland captain Munster been there, done that, led his, helped his team to a premiership. Nathan Cleary, I mean, Jerome Luai knows, knows more than anyone just how good Nathan Cleary is. And then Calum Ponga finally put a full season together at fullback and helped his team make week two of the finals um, and win a Dalian medal as captain of the club under that, un, the first year under that big, big deal that he signed with the Newcastle Knights. So he's going to be stacked up against those guys when he goes to the Tigers, if he goes to the yep. Tigers from yep. 2025. So a massive task ahead of him. That's true. And they need to, as best they can, give him what he needs to succeed. You know, that was that oh, Ben Hunt was complaining about. I said, well, they told me I'm the marquee man, but we'll get these players and help you out and didn't get it. And so he was aggrieved at the club and to the point where Flannery's going, well, if we're getting Fenua Blake, it might just keep him here for 2025. That all remains to be seen, but you know, none of these things are done single-handedly. No, but, but potentially that, is the difference. But right? I think they've got they've got good pieces there already around him. So Jareem Buller's going to be into his third full third full NRL season by the time 2025 happens. They'll still have Happy Coruscant there. They'll have maybe Isaiah Papali'i, guys like Stefano, Rising, Clemmer, who knows if he'll be there. But, Jules, the one thing I wanted to ask you, it's really interesting. So, when Jerome Luai gets there in 2025, so Aiden Caesar, he's got a two, he's got a one-year deal and the second year is a club option, right? And then you've also got Jaden Sullivan, who you know well, uh, former Dragons playmaker, and then Latu Fanu, who's this highly touted, highly rated youngster yeah. coming from the Seagulls, as well as his brother Sam Wellis. Sam Wellis played in the NRL. He's more of a lock-back roll-up slash prop. He's played a handful of games. And Latu, he's a former Blues, under-18 Blues, um, 5'8". He's very, very highly regarded. So, I mean, he signed there until the end of 2027, same as Jaden Sullivan, and Luai's going to be there for till the end of 2030. In my calculations, three doesn't go into two. So You'd be right. Three doesn't... Well, it does what? How many times do the matter? Two-thirds. <laughs> I mean, one one could come yes. off the bench, but I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, look, I'll, it seems like it seems like this, and it seems like we could probably predict that round one, the halves with the Tigers are going to be Jaden Sullivan and Aiden Caesar. Yep. I, I doubt Benji's going to blood Latufanu straight away. Probably play some reserve grade and hopefully get a taste of NRL throughout the year. But maybe, maybe because I can't really see Caesar playing to 2025 unless he has a great year, but maybe Sullivan and Latufanu battle it out. I know we're looking very, very far ahead, uh, but you know Luai's going to be the six or the seven when he gets there. So, you know, maybe Sullivan and Latu are going to play it out to be, to say who's the long-term partner with Luai moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
Uh, these are selection headaches of Benji Marshall. The uh, point is, you'd rather have too many than too few, and uh, it looks like now. Yes, I'll just say good, one th- good headaches to have, as they. Say. And I'll just say one thing before I go, Jules. Yep. The last few years, the Tigers have been in the news for all the wrong reasons. It's now good. Last week, Shane Richardson in, the, Richardson in there, Barry O'Farrell, Richo saying all the right things moving forward, um, and then Jerome Luai, big big fish. We've been speaking speaking about him all length in the off season. The Tigers reportedly have landed him. It's just good that we're talking about them in a positive fashion. Yep, agreed. Thank you, Tommy. Thanks, Jules. 0457736736. Just on the Tigers and Richo, Matt says, Richo is the NRL version of Eddie Jones. Yeah, he took the job, give it six months, he'll be gone. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think, well, I can't be certain, but I suspect he's uh, going to have a slightly more successful tenure with the Tigers than Eddie Jones did in his second coming with the Wallabies. Matt, thank you. And Paramat, yes, just in response to the texter who listed all those unsung heroes of the Eels... Give that man a prize. I was also thinking about the Eels War Horses who also helped lift our four trophies. Underrated but not overlooked. Uh, with regards to... Thank you, Brad the Owl. I was waiting for one. With regards to Chris Reed, don't forget his sister Di. Yes, good on you. Unsung hero, Jules. Tears Gary. Jeff Harding, our first big man champion. At the time, Fennec was the man of fair enough, but that first fight against uh, Andres, Dennis Andres, the fight of the year. Gary, yeah, well said. Good domination. In light of triple premiership player Luai getting 1.2 mil per year, the Cows' $2 million offer to Dearden for three years seems about right, given his experience and skills have zero premierships at the moment. I think the market value, age is the one thing on his side, Dearden, because you can see him as a long-term prospect, 22. And how old's Luai now? What, 27? I could be wrong. Tim says unsung hero, Peter Senior. Good man, Peter Senior. Uh, Anthony, no, I won't say that. That's not because Seeps is our friend here. Uh, an unsung hero is every non-Roosters fan who's got to listen to Tommy dribble every day. Give him the sack also. <laughs> if all the Roosters sitting in, how about go to the games this year? Up the Broncos, said Ben. That's always the jibe, isn't it, at Roosters fans? You don't show up. You don't show up. Joe Tarpany from Canberra, says Lee. Luke Longley, Tony Kukoc, some really good nominations coming through for unsung heroes. Billy Peden at the Knights. There's a name I haven't heard for a while. Very, very good. And just quickly before the break, uh, Bondi Jack, um, will Lily ever be awarded his World Series cricket wickets? No, he won't. What about Bevo's 185 for the World v Asia? Uh, no, it won't happen. But the thing about it is, what about test match status awarded to that Australian rest of the world game? What a farce I was at that game. They did not give a rat. If they take that away from test match records, SCG McGill will end up on 199 test wickets. But they'll never do it. You know why they won't do it, Bondi Jack? Because Murali will have less than 800. Breaking back with more on the other side of this, Garby is in a day early because the test didn't go for five days. We'll speak to him after the break, filling in for Jimmy.